Hello, hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back. I just wanted to intro that a little bit because, you know, last night was the battle, the versus battle with Snoop Dogg and DMX, and I have to tell you, I didn't realize how much of my... um, as I call in the street time, <laughs> hanging out time, fun times um, were to a soundtrack that consisted of DMX and Snoop. So it was very exciting. Um, and it was really it, it was really inspiring. I love the verses. I don't know if you've been catching it, but and now that you've been able to catch it on Apple TV and I really do enjoy um, the competitive na- nature of it. Um, the the reminiscing of, of hip hop, the saluting of legends and veterans in this game, people who built this um, hip hop thing. Um, and also I had to just laugh at myself and, and we were in a group chat about it. Just how awfully misogynistic and terribly um, homophobic and utterly just dis- disrespectful that 99% of the music that came out of um, these two gentlemen in particular, but <laughs> um, hip hop in general throughout the 90s was. And you know, you think to yourself at like, well, what, why, why did we love this? Why did we recite this? You know, and it's what you don't know or what you don't realize or what you don't understand. And, and I, so I don't condemn that time. I just say we've moved forward and it's a good thing that we've moved forward um, because we've grown as hip hop has grown, we've grown and certain things are no longer necessarily the central th- themes, although some, in some instances they still are, but it's just like you realize that yourself as you've grown and you get to grow. So, you know, cheers to growth. <laughs> but I definitely had a good time with that um, last night. And during this pandemic, we have to find the things that make us happy, the things that make us smile, the things that allow us to be, um, you know, to be joyous and have joy and experience joy because there's so many things that are not normal, so many things that are not um, okay and we just have to find ways to experience that. So being able to kind of catch that and, and just catch that vibe for a couple of hours was exciting. You know, you don't get to go to parties anymore. You don't get to go out in the same way. So just being able to catch that vibe was great. So you have to find these ways to 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 do that. So I just wanted to give you that little bit of a way in which I found a little bit of sunshine in the midst of this very crazy, crazy time that we're in. Um, And so... The theme today really is going to be about like, um, you know, moving forward through the pandemic, right? You know, last episode, I spoke a lot about this being the new normal and um, kind of how you move through the new normal. Um, but now I was like, well, you know, how do we move forward? You know, there are going to be places and spaces where we can kind of do things again that seem normal. Or close enough to normal. But it's really going to be a lot of things that aren't going to go back to being the same. And then what do you do with that? And then how do you move through that? How do you grieve through the things that you cannot do? The opportunities that you will miss? Um, and then how do you kind of move forward? So that's a big theme today about moving forward. And in order to move forward in, in a financial sense, you you need to be able to plan. And so again, for those of us who were able to retain our same employment and not have any impact to our finances, 
um, at this point, you kind of are in a good, a, a positive position because if you, you know, by staying home, working remotely, there are some aspects of your daily spending that have gone down. Some of your monthly spending may have gone up. Your electric bill may have gone up, things like that. Your electric bill may have gone up because the weather got warm and therefore you ate, you were able to, you, you, you're noticing that. But in, 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 general, in a general sense, a lot of things may have come down for you. So you may have been in a position where you used to pay for childcare and now you're not paying for it. That's a savings for you. You may have been in a position where you were commuting to work and you're no longer doing that and that's a savings for you. You should be very mindful of that money that you're saving. One, because you should be actually saving it. So, I mean, we've been through this pandemic. We've been in this pandemic now a good four or five solid months, four months probably. You should now be past this, the point where you're, you know, you have the urge to splurge and, and spend and buy things to make up for the fact that you can't go outside. We should be past that. And if you're not past that, you got to get past that because you're going to be in this for a while. And if you're just spending to spend when there's nowhere to go and nothing to do, you are wasting money. But if you're if you're at this point now where you're past that, you're starting to see that money is piling up. What you could be doing with that is that, you know, you're seeing your, you're seeing yourself, you're saving money. You can start to, again, what I mentioned before, start paying down debt and getting yourself in preparation in a good financial stable place so that you can come out of this up and you should be making sure that you're padding up your savings if your savings was kind of low before this is a good time to pad up your savings if you're in a position where you may have taken a pay cut during this pandemic you know that that has happened to people too being asked to do the same work taking a you know 15 20 percent pay cut if that's your situation this is also a time where you can say okay i'm gonna adjust to my new pay but still find ways in which you can um where you can save and, and do things that are going to be more advantageous to your financial emancipation, your financial success. If you're in a position where you lost your job during this time, now you could have been in two different versions of having lost your job. You could have been furloughed, meaning this is temporary and at some point you're going to come back to working and come back to getting to your job and that means it's a temporary situation then you are kind of like in a, in a, in a better position in a sense that you know that you, you are kind of almost certain that you're going to, your job is going to come back and this is temporary. And if you're in, in a, if you're in, in a place in space right now where you're collecting unemployment, you're receiving the additional $600 supplemental unemployment from the government, which should be helping you to be close to whole in, in most cases. And so if that's the case, this is a good time again to save and stack and put your money to the side, pay down debt, do those kind of things so that you can come out of this when you're back to work doing okay there are some people who are going to go back to work and they're going to be making a little bit less money than they were making on the unemployment if that's the case for you again good time to stack up that money if you're listening closely you're sensing a theme stacking the money stacking the money because we're going to this this experience that we're having is not going to end anytime soon the health crisis may come to an end the health crisis may come to an end sooner than we hope, you know, sooner than we think. Hopefully, we can only all hope and pray. But behind that is a very real economic crisis, and that is going to lead us to, in, to stay into a recession much longer, which will mean that a lot of things will become troublesome for us. If you remember the 2008 to 2010, 11 time of that economic recovery, things can become tough. Credit gets locked up. You know, it's harder to get um, get mortgages and things. Things like that become very challenging. So it's a good 
time now, if you can, to stack some money. So here we are um, at the, it's today's June 23rd, July, I'm sorry, July 23rd. And as of today, they still have not voted to extend the additional $600 in unemployment. So if you are a person who's receiving that, you should right now be, um, I'm sure you're probably panicking and I'm sorry about that. But you should also be planning to not have that additional $600 there. So whatever that means to your finances, this is a time where you need to start planning for that. Um, if you are a person who's unemployed, meaning you lost your job and you're not furloughed and you're going, you know, for sure you're going to be relying on unemployment for an extended period of time. And you are, um, <clears throat> and you of course are receiving the additional $600 supplement. This is a time that's going to become very challenging for you because it's more than likely that additional $600 will not be there. So you need to start making some plans. I'm hoping that you were making those plans leading up to now, but if you're in haven't, you have to start making some plans on how you're going to maintain your housing if it's going to be a time where you're going to need to um, to consider how you would be able to afford to maintain your your housing and your normal bills during this period of time and um, in what, what way you can try to get back to work as soon as possible. You know, if you're in an industry that's been totally shut down by this, you know, I'm sorry about that. And this is very, this is going to be a very difficult time for you. But there are ways that we can work to get through them through planning and trying to just avoid some of the, the, the 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 kind of pitfalls that are around right now that are that are hindering folks from being able to get out of these holes that this pandemic has put us in so to that end um this is also the time that you should be focusing on on again everyone who's receiving unemployment how you're going to manage without the additional six hundred dollars because again more than likely it's not going to be there so what do you do um, again, we've talked about this. There are episodes that go back when these kind of tough times come in. You have to decide what's important, what you what you need, what you absolutely need to sustain, and what you can let go of, and begin that process. Write it down. Start considering what you can get rid of, what you what your family can go without, um, and and start start that process. Um, and unfortunately, behind this, what's occurring is that on top of the fact that the supplemental un unemployment and you know payment is likely to not be renewed um many of the other protections that were put in place are going to actually expire and there's no sign that they too will be renewed so evictions have been suspended and <clears throat> foreclosures um banks have not been foreclosing on homes during this time when you miss mortgage payments, they've given and provided um, different deferment programs in order to help folks get through the moment because this was an idea that this was gonna be a moment, a couple of month moment. Unfortunately, with the exception of many, a few states, many states now, the majority of the states in the country are on the uptick, they're swinging up. The majority of the states now are beginning the process of climbing that proverbial mountain that New York State climbed Back in April, they're starting that now, and it's the majority of the other states in the country, which means this pandemic is nowhere near over. And while we, who those of us who live in New York, who were suffering um, endlessly through this in April and May, March, April, and May, are experiencing a little sense of just semblance of normalcy now, I'm, you know, it's heartbreaking to see that in the rest of the country, you know, you all are about to experience what we experienced two and three months ago. And it's tough and it's hard and it's difficult and it's challenging. 
And, you know, I say that having gone through it with a governor who actually attempted to um, save our lives. And so for those who don't live in places where the governors are doing that, I really feel bad. You know, my heart is breaking for South Carolina and Florida and Georgia and places where I know people and I people I love live there. And I hate to see this happening. Texas, you know, I hate to see this happening. Um, but in those places, because of what happened, what's happening with the pandemic, the economic recovery cannot really begin. And so, you know, there could be more of this coming down the pipeline. So a lot of these protections, though, um, that were in place for the last four months or five months are not going to be renewed. So if you're a person who's living in an apartment and you have not been paying your rent because you've been unemployed um, in certain states, that um, that ability to that moratorium on evictions will be over at the end of, of the month of August um, or the end of the month of July in some places. You know, if you're a person who is um, in, a, in a mortgage and you have been offered a deferment on your mortgage so that you can, you know, because you're unemployed and you need, you know, a little bit of time to go through, you know, go through and figure out a new way. Some of those programs are going to be leaving or not being offered or no longer being offered after the month of August. And so you may have gotten a, a, a break over the last four months and they've deferred for those payments for you, added them on, they've given you a program, they've added them onto the back end of your mortgage or however they've done it. Know, know that maybe by the month of August, likely by September, the mortgage companies will be begin to be um, requesting their full payment every month. <laughs> and so that's a big deal. That's a big deal for some folks, especially if there's no sign in sight of of improvement of the economic situation in this country. And so, you know, there's a lot out there. There are many like buckets that you could fall into as a person right now trying to make it through this economic crisis. And you have to find which bucket you fall in. And then, but all of the buckets that we're in require planning, preparation, and fundamental focus on your finances. You know, this is not a time to let finances go back and, you know, behind the scenes. This is not a time to um, not pay attention to your finances. This is a time to actually hunker down and focus intensely on your finances because although it may stress you out, it may give you a little bit of anxiety. I know that's not what you need right now um, on top of what's going on with the pandemic. But understand that the survival that you want to have as far as your health, as far as being able to get through this alive and being able to be well and healthy, you also need that same energy on your finances because it is only through the focus, the same type of deliberate focus that you're putting into making sure you're wearing your mask and making sure that you're washing your hands and you're practicing good hygiene and social distancing. That is a deliberate focus on your health and making sure that you and your family are safe. You need that same level of focus on your finances to make sure that when you come out of this, when this is all said and done, that your financial life is not ruined and that you are not somewhere in a big deep hole that you have to dig yourself out of. At this point in period, we should all be leaving credit alone um, unless you actually need credit to feed your family and things like that. But in the general sense, we should be leaving credit alone. The only thing we should be doing with our credit right now, you can't travel, you can't really go anywhere, you can't do a lot of stuff. What are you shopping for? No one's gonna see it. Are you buying new clothes for? No one's going to see it. Wear your same sweats. Who cares? You need to be making sure that that debt is paid down. You're paying down that debt because when this comes out of this, you don't want the debt hanging over your head. Student loans, pay down on them because interest has been suspended on them. Pay down on student loans. If you have the opportunity and the available money, 
any bill that you have, pay more on it. Pay more on your car note so you can get a few get ahead on that. Because again, when you pay ahead on certain bills like a car note, you could get yourself into a situation where, listen, five months from now, you could be in a crisis economically and you're not in a good place and space to make the payments on the car note. But if you've been paying in advance, then you have some leeway. Um, you have a little bit of ability to say, okay, these next three months, I can miss the car payment with no adverse impact to my credit without having to go negotiate with them, um, with the car note people, like just really being able to say, okay, I've, I've been ahead. So now I can, you know, cat, now I can take these couple of months to catch up. You know, you want to be able to do that. And so it, it's really is just about finding your way through this really tough financial, financial, financial situation and economic downturn. Um, and, and, and being creative about it, being focused on it and making sure that it is your priority. Because again, I think a lot of people go through these moments. There's so many other things to focus on and you think your finances are not the things you should be focused on. You should be focused on getting money, keeping the money that you have and making sure that you're saving money so that you can have money for a rainy day. Cause if nothing about this pandemic has taught us anything is that rainy days will come and sometimes the rain don't stop. Sometimes it just rains and rains and rains and you have got to be prepared, not for a rainy day, for a rainy month, for a rainy season. And we know that seasons come and they're cyclical. We know that. So we have to be prepared for a rainy season. We have to change that mentality about a rainy day. A rainy day is quick. You get an umbrella, you're good. No, we have to be prepared for a rainy season. And this is a rainy season. And you know what happens during rainy seasons? The earth gets fertilized, things get nurtured nurtured and nourished, and coming out of that rainy season, a lot grows. But you got to focus, you got to plant the seeds now during the rainy season so that when it comes around and it's time to on the other side, you will be whole, you will be healthy, you will be financially stable and able to come out of this and, 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 and harvest all that you planted during the rainy season. You know... For some folks, again, I mentioned that there are people whose whose jobs are not going to return. You know, if you work in the in the gym industry, if you work in a bar, if you own a bar, if you own an entertainment facility of any type, if you work in sports, there are a lot of positions and jobs that, for right now, for the foreseeable future, are not coming back. Um, if you, I mean, I thought about it yesterday. I said, "Wow, the people who drive the school buses, like they're going to be out of work for a very extended period of time." And so. I thought about that and I said, you know, is this the proper time given that now online schooling is being offered at most universities, most establishments, most training facilities? Is this a good time to switch careers? And if this is something that you need to do, maybe this is the time to think about get going back to get some classes, do some education. If you're home with your kids through remote learning and you're going to be out of work and home with them remote learning, perhaps this is the time for you to do some remote learning so that you can kind of give yourself a one-up and switch so that on, on the other side of this, you can find your way. Um, and as always, I want to just remind us as a group, as a whole, practice self-care, whatever that means to you. It means different things to everyone. You know, some people are very much ashe. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do my herbs. I'm going to sage. I'm going to do aromatherapy. And that's how I'm going to get to my center. Some people are like that. I like that. That I like that. I want to be that way all the time. And sometimes I am, but not all the time. Sometimes self-care for me is literally watching um, videos on animals. Like I love elephants. They're my favorite animal. 
Um, and I sometimes I'll just sit and watch like an hour worth of just elephant videos and baby elephants. And, and it really just brings my spirit like up really high. And, I, and like if I'm having a bad day, I'll do that. Um, I really am someone who, with all this controversy, I love the zoo. And so now that the zoos are open in New York, I know that one of these days I'm going to get up when I'm really frustrated and say, you know what, I'm going to take a trip to the Bronx Zoo. All the kids in my life know I am the zoo. Like I take everybody to the zoo. I love the zoo. And that's just self-care for me. Just going, even with a mask on, I don't care. Walking around, seeing the animals, I love it. You know, some people's self-care is go get, you know, now that manicure, you know, the, the nail salons are open, manicure, go get a manicure. Some people's self-care is to do their hair or be creative. Whatever your self-care is, make sure you're carving that time out. Some people's self-care is to go out and walk for miles, go work out, go you know, do those things. If that's your self-care, do it. Make sure you're practicing self-care. Sometimes, you know, listen, sometimes your self-care could be getting a really nice bottle of wine, finding a quiet time in your house with, throughout the chaos and sitting there and drinking it and watching junk TV. If that's your self-care, do it. Practice your self-care that makes you feel good, something that brings your spirits up because there's so much around to bring our spirits down. And we ain't going to stay there. We don't want to be there. Practice self-care. It really, really is important. And lastly, I want to mention something. You know, we've seen a lot. The news is just full of a lot of just nonsense and foolishness and, and terribleness and painful things and sadness. And, you know... This is a lot for people. It's a lot for you. It's a lot for me. But there are some people who struggle with mental health, which just has become more than what they can tolerate. The isolation alone, just the fact that they cannot be up and around other people can be very much um, detrimental to someone's mental well-being. Um, someone could be going through a financial situation that has become dire at this point. They feel like they're going to lose their home or lose their um, apartment, lose their, and they've lost their livelihood. There are people whose businesses are collapsing in front of them businesses they spent their whole life building check on people you may think just because the person is well and healthy and they don't have corona they don't know about anyone who died from it that they're okay they may not be okay <clears throat> and the reality is sometimes it is helpful just to have somebody check on you and say hey are you okay is there anything i can do to help at this point we can't go around giving out hugs <clears throat> the way we may want to but you know being able to just be in contact do men do check-ins with your friends and your family just pop in and say hey how's it going you know how are you because in a lot of in a lot of what's going on we, we forgot to ask we forget to ask each other that so do that do that for yourself and do that for each other the same way i want you to practice self-care i really want you to check in on your friends and family who are, you know, alone or who are sad or who may in fact be struggling with something that you are unaware of. And also, you know, checking on your friends and family that you miss. It's okay to say, you know, call them and just say, I just miss you. Do that because we all need that. It's essential to our survival throughout this. This is not how we normally live. And praying to all that is holy, we won't have to live this way for much longer. But in the meantime, we have to practice what will what will keep us sane and keep our spirit whole and keep us uplifted. So make sure you check on folks. You don't want people to feel isolated and alone during a time that is just terrible for all of us. And also celebrate the wins. 
you know, I, I, like I said, there are certain things that have me really excited. Watching the verses have me excited. My godson's going to college. He's leaving in two weeks. That's really exciting to me. I'm still crossing my fingers because you never know with this COVID stuff, but he's going away to college and that's really exciting for me. And there were some other things on the horizon that are really exciting for me. So I don't want to sound all doom and gloom, which I know my friends like, you always call us with the information in the doom and gloom. I don't want to be doom and gloom. I do like facts though. Um, but I, I, I am saying that there are things to celebrate and I'm looking forward to those things. So, um, you know, it's really, we have to really celebrate the wins, do a lot of self-care, manage our, our emotions during this period of time, you know, checking on those that we love, make sure we're focusing as much as we're focusing on our health, we're focusing on our finances, take advantage of the things that are out there that can help you know that there are things that, that may be there to help you that are going to run out. And that's just because elections have consequences, y'all. And they may run out. And when they do, you know, you have to make a plan B, C, D, and E. And if you do those things, we'll get through this. We'll get through this. And and the last thing I'm going to say is don't be afraid to ask for help. It's a period in time where help may be needed. Don't be afraid to ask for help. If you need it, ask for it for those who love you, those who support you. Ask for the help you need so you can get through these moments. Okay? This has been, you know, it's tough. But we're going to get through it, and when we're going to come out on the other side, we're going to be told we're going to be much better for it. So I thank you guys for listening today. If you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions for me, you want anything you want to talk about, um, anything you want me to talk about, any questions you have, feel free to send me an email, Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at the financial emancipation.com. Again, thanks for listening and have a great day.